0: Welcome back for another issue of Imagine If. This week we're going to be talking about, well, going off of what we talked about last week, we're going to talk about Loki, the TV show, so much in that we don't know anything about Loki, the TV show. So what do we want to do, Chris? We want to do
1: our style of crazy shenanigans and save the DC universe as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And to do this, you have me, Mitch, Chris. Hey. And once again, our guest, Rafa. Two weeks
2: in a row. Thank you for having me last week. Thank you for having me this week. I just, I can't get enough talking to you guys. You know, it just brings up so much passion within me. And I mean, you know who else has passion? DC villains. Ooh,
0: they do. Once we get to that point. So we're going to do the Spinner Act, as always. We want to know what's coming out on new comic book days. Then we're going to do a little talking about, and we're a little behind the game. This came out a couple weeks ago, but the trailer, the announcement trailer for all the Marvel stuff, basically Marvel Cinematic Universe saying, hey, let's go back to the movie theaters, guys. These <laughs> yeah. are all the things that are coming. Yeah. You like popcorn. We like money. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> we, got, we got all the, the dates for all the movies, but we also got titles for two brand new movies and then a cool teaser, which I'd yeah. love to talk to the two of you about. So we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to get into, well, What's the villain redemption show that we want to see from DC? Like, they're giving Loki a redemption show. Let's see what 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 would we want to do for DC? Yep,
1: DC's all about the villains, so this is this is their alleyway. This is the bread and butter. But we're gonna tell them how
0: to do it right, because they (laughs) screw it up. (laughs) DC is all about the villains, but I feel like Marvel has always been all about the there are no real heroes and villains other than like spider-man and captain america are always heroes until you get stevel yeah uh it's always like well you did bad things but we're willing to forgive it if you want to do good things like that's what it is at marvel like everybody's always (laughs) just jumping sides yeah sure they do flip-flop yeah so uh i'm all about it let's talk about what is new on new comic book day
1: Okay, so Tuesday is the way to start it off, so definitely head on over to your local comic shop and see what you can find, so from DC Comics, we will have Action Comics number 1031, Uh, this will continue uh, the the current adventures and the growth of John, so we have War World Rising, Uh, so this is some of the stuff that was teased in Future State, so we're going to get to see it play on as well, Uh, and Philip Kennedy Johnson, uh, he's been doing some great stuff with Superman, so I'm excited to see what we're going to get out of that. Uh, next up we've got Batman black and white number six. Uh, so it's the final issue. Uh, but don't worry. They always bring the series back. It's just, yeah. the <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, if you want to get some standalone adventures, definitely check this one out as well. Uh, then we have some more, um, let's see here. Uh, Batman Superman issue 18. Uh, Jean Lunyang Yang has been doing some great stuff by having, Batman and Superman travel through kind of time, like I haven't been reading it, but I've been looking at those covers, Um, so it's definitely taking them out of the modern day and kind of having them play through some new stuff, so that should be wild to see, Uh, this is a series that's near and dear to my heart, so Batman the Dark Knight Detective trade paperback, so there was a goofy era of like late, 80s early 90s batman comics um actually rafa and i we were just talking about that so it's batman issue 423 this is the greatest batman story that you need to read okay and uh, so I, it was interesting the way i was introduced to it was a second printing in i think the store was called payless or rite aid something like that one of those like little general drug stores mm-hmm. thrifty and uh, so they used to have like three for a dollar and then the backer board was trading cards. So you would cut it out and no. so you'd get these. Yeah. And That's so, like, cool. I was reading some of these Batman adventures and, like, it was Batman versus the serial killer rapist. So, I mean, here I am, like, six, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> uh, but, anyways, that Batman 423 always stuck out with me. And I'm glad that that era of comics is starting to finally get collected in trade because, like, they missed out. Like, there were some great things in there. So, this will cover the detective. Side of comics in Batman from that era. So definitely check them out. Obviously, they're going to be very dated, but this is a post crisis. World, so everything was new, everything was experimental,
0: so it's pretty cool stuff. So the true origin of Chris and his, his hatred for rap music is because six-year-old Chris read a story of serial rapist, not knowing that rapist was the word. Hey. He's like, I don't care for rap music ever <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> hey, some of those lyrics are dirty, okay? <laughs> language, Mitch. <laughs> language. Captain America oh, would language. be ashamed of yep. you. Uh, so we've got Bat, or sorry, Detective Comics issue one thousand thirty-six. Uh, Huntress is going to start getting some feature here. And I believe this will be Helena Bertinelli, not Helena Wayne. So this will be interesting to see. Uh, she will be featured in a upcoming uh, Secret Files. So they're going to play with some of the stuff there. So, And I hear she's even going to be getting a power upgrade. So this might
0: be something to definitely check out. Are both characters alive in the DC Universe now? The Helena Wayne and Helena Bertinelli? yes. Kind of no,
1: no. Uh, Burtonelli yes because of the Harley Quinn movie. Mm-hmm. Wayne, uh, I don't know, maybe like yeah, okay. Tom King will decide at the end of <laughs> his story. Yeah, I mean
2: she was especially with like Earth Two, but ever yeah. since Rebirth.
1: She kind of got shucking out of that tree. Uh, But speaking of trees, uh, flash impulse runs in the family. So if you're watching the Warner, the CW's flash show, we were recently uh, treated to Bart Allen, uh, the son of Barry Allen, just because the flash family tree is complicated. So they they did some changes. But anyways, if you want to read the early adventures of Bart with his big feet and wild hair, definitely check out these trades. Uh, He was a fun character. I miss him. Harley Quinn, and number three will be out. So Harley Quinn's got her own book. Uh, I don't know exactly what she's running towards or running from, but there's definitely a look at
0: establishing where she fits in with the Gotham Knights and where she should be. Now, is that the one where the the cover was the the broken mask and it was like Harley Quinn. And then the, the other, was that the number one?
1: Oh my gosh. I'm not too sure. I think I kind of yeah. see it in my head. I think I it might've been, Okay, yeah. you know, but I'm so lost because there's so many variant covers. It's hard to know. It's, what's it's one been a anymore. good series
2: for sure. Just because, I mean, I've always been a big proponent. I love that Harley Quinn is being kind of slowly accepted into the bad family and again like I said last week you know I want to see her
1: make out with Batman (laughs) (laughs) we're lobbying for that hashtag bat kisses Uh, let's see Harley Quinn black white and red so yes Batman black and white has been doing fantastic so let's splash in another color and let's give it to Harley Quinn so if you want to see some great standalone stories unique takes and tales this is definitely the book Uh, and hopefully when they do volume two we'll get Rafa kisses in that yes Um, if you want to go back to an era that changed everything Justice League new 50 Omnibus will be out. That was one of the biggest, best books of the New 52 era. That Justice League. So definitely, I highly recommend that. Uh, It did end on a very, I don't know, sour ending because I enjoyed the Dark Side War, but all the things that it promised, we really didn't get to see play out or at least play out for like almost five years later for sure i mean i felt i'll always be
2: a big proponent for the new 52 especially the justice league run because for me if whenever people ask hey what should i read if you're just getting into comic books i feel new 52 uh volume one origin of justice league is a great way to start just because that's where we get the iconic them fighting dark side that's what they built the justice league movie off of um the for the dc animated universe war And it's just a lot of fun. It's a bunch of heroes coming together. There's good humor. Um, It's written well. I love the art. Everything about it is great. Yeah, no,
1: that is a win-win series. So definitely, definitely pick that one up. It's going to have a price point, but it's well worth it. Uh, This is a great one right here. Milestone Returns Infinite Edition number zero. So, hey, WB, you feel like you need diversity in your films. You have a whole universe of amazing characters. Static, hardware, icon, and rocket. Give them life. So I'm so glad that the legacy of Dwayne McDuffie is being recognized and it's coming back to life. So definitely go out there, support these books. That way, Warner Brothers will wake up and realize that, hey, maybe we could do something outside of Superman and Batman and not, like, you know, whatever. Anyways, uh, Mr. Miracle, the source of freedom, will be out. So during the DC Future State, we got to see the adventures of Shiloh Norman. So uh, this is not Scott Free. This is his. Uh, this is the other protege of, of the original Mr. Miracle. Oh, I can't think of his name. Um, but anyway, so. The circus performer? Yeah, the circus performer, the actual one. Um, Dick Grayson? I would know. Dead Man? Uh, No, I wish. The other other circus... (laughs) Thaddeus Brown. There There we go. go. Thaddeus Brown, the original Mr. Miracle. (laughs) Uh, So anyways, he was training a young Shiloh Norman in the actual practical ways of escape, like no new god technology, no wildness. So he held and hanged tight on his own, but eventually he did start embracing some stuff. So this will be interesting to see a character study and what adventures he's going to go on as well. Uh, Then we have a Nightwing issue 79 second printing so luckily that series has been selling out each issue so I am hype, I love it uh, buy it and if you don't like it I'll buy it off you because it's doing fantastic uh, the other history of the DC Universe issue 4 will be out so we are getting to see um, the history of the DC Universe and growth through other characters eyes so this time the focus will be on Renee Montoya uh, she first appeared in the Batman the Animated Series as a com- as a cop And then eventually she got folded into the comics and then she eventually became the question. So we'll get to see some of the uh, adventures that she goes through uh, dealing with gender, sexuality, and ethnicity. Oh, I can't speak these words. There we go. I get too tongue-tied. <laughs> uh, let's see, Robin number two. So, if you want to see uh, Damian Wayne fight for his life on an island of killers, this is definitely where it's at. And this has actually been one of the big books coming out of the Infinite Frontier. Uh, I noticed you got hyped. What what what, what insights do you have from your author?
2: So, I mean, I read, I I got Robin number one. I really enjoyed it. The ending was very interesting. It kind of lives off of a cliffhanger. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> and uh, it's just kind of like, hmm, what's going on here? I like how. Damien is being brought back in. I like how this is supposed to be kind of like his redemption story of kind of like him from the fallout of what happened with, you know, the death of of Alfred, as well as all the things that he was doing with um, the Teen Titans and him kind of straying away from the Bat family. So I'm excited for this because I think this is also going to lead us to more adventures with him and and Dick, which I'm very excited about because when they're together, to me, that is my Batman and Robin. I love them together very much. So... So, I've been enjoying the story so far.
0: I think it's okay. I'm afraid to ask. I know the the this one of those pictures was uh Damien Wayne versus Connor Hawk uh, has that happened yet? is the, uh no no um, not yet
1: not yet but yeah. so Connor Hawk is one of Mitch's favorites Uh, he's been lost in in Limbo uh, the worst worst fate of any character at least if your character dies you know they can come back Uh, but comic book Limbo is far scarier so I was happy to do one of my Amazon fishes, and I was like, "Hey, Connor Hark's gonna get a trade paperback collection, Mitch! Yay!" Oh. And then we saw where he first appears, and he's—I he's, believe it's the Robin book, but it's—it's it's gonna be in this superhero fight club, and it's like, "Uh oh, will he survive or not?" Is the question. We'll, we'll have to see yeah uh so then we've got uh strange adventures hitting issue number 10 so mitch gerrard's tom king and oh i should know the other artist's name uh but it's been their adventure with adam strange and taking him in all kinds of weird outer space and inner space adventures to see what's going on in his life Are are you you haven't been reading that one though no i think i'm gonna with so much that is going to be happening in that book. I kind of want to sit down and read it together. Well. Yeah. yeah, I, I, my brain doesn't have as much space as it used to to <laughs> hold on to these monthly mysteries, uh, Superman, uh, volume four mythological, which will continue the, I believe the Brian Michael Bendis era adventures of the man of steel. And Teen Titans Academy. So this is the big book right now. Um, as you can see on this cover, we have the Teen Titans will be going up against the Suicide Squad. So Connor, the other Connor, mm. is going to be coming back to the Titans. Uh, will it be a, welcome, uh, a welcoming home or will it be more of a worry? And then, hey, it's Peacemaker. He's going to be blowing up pretty soon. <laughs> and then, of course,
0: this is all on the adventure to figuring out just who is Red X. You know, I I figure this would be a book that's right up your alley, Rafa. Are you are you reading it?
2: I'm not. I mean, it would be up my alley, but the only reason I'm not reading it is because I only want Red X to be Damian Wayne, ah. and because Damian has his own comic, I'm pretty sure it's not him. So it's like I'm I'm bitter. That's where I'm at. So <laughs> in
0: the old Teen Titans cartoon, I know it was. That's, yeah, I think it was Dick Grayson. It was yeah, Dick, right? Yeah. Dick was the one that's that's yeah, the he was Robin in that, X. right? Yeah, yeah. And he paraded around as Red X, but then there was another at the end of that show or towards the end of that show they had, like, someone else was in the costume and it wasn't him. Like, does anybody know? I didn't watch the cartoon. I, I don't remember. It's been too long. Yeah. Okay. Just interesting. So.
1: so that's the DC side of things. So definitely come back to your comic shops. Wednesday, so that way you could see what's going on with Marvel Comics, where we get Alien Issue 3. So, Philip Kennedy Johnson is writing about a super alien, this time he's writing about a Xenomorph alien, so that's pretty wild. And these covers are beautiful. Yes, yeah, there's been some great stuff there. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man by Nick Spencer, Volume 12. Uh, This will be a collection of Amazing Spider-Man, Issues 56 through 60, where we get to see... Uh, Last Remains Fallout. So, Norman Osborne is back. He's atoning for all his sins. Harry is a weird scorpion, centipede, weird thing. I don't know <laughs> what the hell Nick Spencer's doing anymore. It's crazy. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, moving along on that one. Better Ray Bill has his own miniseries. So, we're in the midpoint on that one. Uh, so, definitely with well, what we're going to talk about a little bit here later, I'm pretty sure we're going to be seeing more of this guy. So, definitely keep an eye on his comics. Uh, Black Panther hits issue 25 and this will be the f- the last issue of Tenesti Coates' run. So I know uh, he's been doing some amazing stuff with the world of Wakanda, uh, so it'll be very interesting to see how he ends this um, journey that he's been on. Black Widow issue 7 will be out, uh, so I know there was a lot of hype because... Uh, Uh, I can't, I want to say Scarlet, but that's not her name. Natasha uh, was living an interesting life where she was happy. And so they're advertising. This is a new arc and a new
0: mission. So it'll be interesting to see is there fallout or we just moving along now. I mean, obviously the, the comic book company has to have been just scrambling like with the fact that the movie was supposed to come out over a year ago at this point now. And at this point of the release of this book, the movie still has not come out. Like, do you think there's been heavy heavy edits to whatever storylines that they were using those characters for? Because honestly, we know as comic book readers, whenever something happens in the movies, they try to Adapted, if it, it yeah. if it didn't come from the comic book itself, they try and adapt it into the comic book. So,
2: right.
0: do you think? I think they'd have to because I mean,
2: with as big as a machine that the MCU is, and just how it kind of builds and creates itself. I mean, it for creative for the black widow series like just the comic book it has to be a headache because i'm pretty sure they've had all of this build up they know what's coming the pandemic hits and now all of a sudden it's like okay what do we do and so either they left it as is or they would have had to have changed some things
1: up well you're right two things hit it um one the pandemic so i forget who was writing it, and i don't know if the, the the writer continued on black widow but it was like so you're building the story, you're building this situation, and then publication gets frozen. So you got to sit on that. And then the story's doing so well, it's gaining hype, but now the publisher's going to tell you to hold on because we want to save that hype for the movie. So this has definitely been a challenge for the creative. Um, I will say, I think I have a feeling that there probably is like, yeah, cut it off now and let's save it and let's try to revive it later. Try to see if they can capture that magic, which is kind of a bummer because it probably would have been better if it ran continually instead of being paused and then revisited.
0: Let me ask you this also. Um, Over at Marvel, their big characters are X-Men and Spider-Man, right? Those are the... Especially before 2009, Iron Man gets released, those two characters are probably your your mainstream Marvel characters, right? Your flagship. I mean... Spider-Man's face is the emblem on the comic books for for the longest time.
2: I mean, it's so good. Sony took the. I mean, they took the Spider-Man logo for PlayStation.
0: I mean, no. Sony was offered like all the other uh, Marvel characters, and they're like, "Nah, we just want Spider-Man." Yeah. So, uh, so you have that. In 2009, Iron Man comes out. Uh-huh. Do you consider? Iron Man to be a second-tier character? I know you don't, because you consider Iron Man, Thor... Chris, I'm talking to you. Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America to be, like, the, the trinity of the Avengers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you consider Iron Man to be a second-tier character in the Marvel Universe in general, and whole?
1: No. I, I still hold that he's, he's a top-tier. He's a top-shelfer. Um, and it's interesting. I've always kind of wanted to put a timeline together, like, looking at, like, when the releases were for the Marvel age of stuff. Um, Cause I always feel like it's interesting. DC is really good at solo and they do have teams, but Marvel's better at teams. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you could have could almost argue like, well, yeah, DC's got Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman. And then Marvel's got X-Men, fantastic four and Avengers. So that's what's tough because like, you can't say like Reed is a top tier character, no, because he needs the Fantastic Four to be True. there. True. Um, so, I mean, I, I definitely put Iron Man as one of the you know one of the greats because he's he's one of the originals.
0: Yeah, know, but so. see, I would I would agree with you because when I was collecting comic books, I would collect Justice League, but I would collect Superman and Batman also. Yeah, you do. When, when I collected Avengers, I didn't collect Captain America and Iron Man mm-hmm. like. Sure, I missed out on some great hey, stories. Hey, hey. Heroes of Born Iron Man? <sighs> no. I missed out on, on Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier oh, as a story. Hey. But I got the stories that I wanted for those characters out of Avengers. Mm-hmm. I would, I, I honestly don't know because I've never looked at selling numbers, but has Iron Man books got a hit now that people associate Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man with Iron Man? Like, did people actually come and read more Iron Man books? It's in waves. Yeah? Yeah, because like,
1: so, oh my God, I can't think of who wrote that, but when they gave us the Iron Man suit that looks like the one we have from the first Iron Man, mm-hmm. where it had that v- beautiful, uh, oh, I, can't, I, I would butcher the artist's name if I'm faking it, but that happened. And when Iron Man came out, I think we're almost like in the thick of Civil War mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're plastering Iron Man on everything. And Iron Man sold better in Avengers than he did Solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Fraction did a run on Iron Man. It went. It was great. But then who came after him? I couldn't tell you. Um, it just it varies. Like, it it comes in waves, and it dips, and it dips. Uh, like, right now, you have Christopher Cantwell on the book with an amazing artist as well. Um, oh, I should know the person's name. So, the book has been doing better but it's yeah it's not getting like spider-man x-men numbers as well so it is like yeah i think character wise we put him on that pedestal but sales wise yeah he's like a third tier character mm-hmm. <laughs> and moon I, knight's probably gonna outsell him pretty quick here I, what's a moon knight you ask hmm. <laughs> what do you, how do
0: you feel about the the iron man in the the pantheon of marvel characters before and after the movie?
2: Before the movie, I would have told you that I didn't really know much about Iron Man. Um, I knew he was part of the Avengers. And to me, the Avengers were just a second tier uh, Justice League Um, for what I was watching at that time of reading. And so when the movies came out and they actually did him justice, I remember my friends told me, Hey, we're going to go see Iron Man opening night. Do you want to come? And I said, No, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Who cares about Iron Man? (laughs) And then, you know, I eventually ended up watching it and it was really good and I really, really liked it. but yeah, as far as that, you sales. I, I mean, what great stories, solo stories, has Iron Man had? And I mean, I don't want to come off as ignorant, but I can think of Extremis. Extremis was a great story. I, I've yeah. never read Extremis, but, but I I know it,
0: yeah. I know that Extremis was one of his stories. Like mm-hmm. that's just something I know.
2: But other than that, I mean, yeah, when you're talking about Icon, is all of his great stories come in team books, right? He was great in um siege. He was great in um, in Secret S- Invasion. Secret Invasion. He was great in Civil War as the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., those kinds of things where he has those roles. Great. He was great in um, Avengers Disassembled. And same thing, I mean, kind of like, same on your boat, Mitch. I never really read any Captain America either. I mean, I knew Winter Soldier was a thing and it wasn't until I did the reread with uh, Chris that I got to see just how beautiful Ed Brubaker's stuff was. Um, But yeah, I would say Iron Man specifically, yeah, it was him, Thor, Captain America. They were just lesser batman and supermans Mm -hmm. i always grade it off of the curve of my mom right my mom she doesn't watch comic books and stuff but if i show her a picture of captain america she like she doesn't really know who that is like america i'm like okay captain Uh, yeah but if i show her a a picture of superman she knows Uh if i show her the batman logo she knows that's batman
0: you should definitely make a video Where you just, you don't have to show her face if if your mom doesn't want to be on video, but like just have a recording of her, of audio recording. If like after you show the character and just be like, what's this character's name? And she just tells you and then you just put that up. I think that'd be great. I should do that with my mom too. You should
2: yeah? I mean yeah. I think that's part of the culture <laughs> I we don't go have with a this. I'm sorry. Looking sorry, at it from I'm, I'm a DC dad?
0: I'm a DC character.
2: <laughs> <laughs> from Justice from League family perspectives, that's that's my grading curve, right? Because it's like for them, it's are they really iconic class? Do they transcend generations? Mm. And I think that's really important.
1: Okay. All right. So I got. I feel as as the comic book historian though. Did you guys watch? So remember the Marvel Action Hour. Yes. Okay. Do you remember the Iron Man cartoon? I do. All right. Well, Rafa, was that? Because I'm sure that was before your time. So that was huge. I, mean, like, I don't know. For me, I guess that's what that's what told me Iron Man was being successful. Because if you think about that era of, of cartoons, you know it launches with X-Men. It then moves on to Spider-Man. And then we get the Marvel action hour with Iron Man and Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. To a lesser extent, we go to UPN's Hulk, and then we had Silver Surfer, which was huge, but people weren't ready for it yet. You know, like a naked Silver Dew spouting off of philosophy, forget that. But hey, it had Thanos. Where are you now? <laughs> uh, but, anyways, so for Iron Man, demon in a bottle go check that out the demon armor wars True. oh armor my god wars, the armor yeah. wars was amazing we're gonna get that um, show extremis yeah uh, extremis obviously that's that's why we have an iron man movie thank you for bringing that because that's the one where the artist that's where we got our designs for iron man and stuff like that uh, that's what brought iron man into the future um as i mentioned before heroes were born iron man kurt Busiek and shan Chain. Uh, And I'm sure I just pronounced his name's totally wrong, but they did some amazing stuff at the start of that. And then even Joe Quesada's The Mask in the Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man gets struck by lightning right at the moment of Y2K. Yeah. That's right. Craziness ensues. Yep. So, yeah, definitely some some gold there. Um, Interesting stuff. So, But, you know, it's interesting. Like, I mean, you do bring up a good point where it's like the iconography of things. Because I find it interesting that when we go to Extremis, he has more of the Superman shield logo, like his little chest emblem. Yeah, yeah, That that Superman diamond. So it's like Iron Man doesn't have something that full out sticks to just him, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Back to the spinner around. All right. Uh, Champions will get a volume one trade paperback outlawed. So if you want to see the uh, event of outlawed, it's all going to be collected there with issue one and then the first five issues. Uh, Dawn of X volume 16. I love this because... It collects all the X-Men stories in order. So if you want to do a massive deep dive into the world of Hickman and the rest of the crew, it's all there. Uh, give me some insights, Ron. No,
2: yeah, it's perfect. I collected all the singles, and now with this, I'm excited for this one specifically because now, as long as I have House and Powers of Ten, the, the trade paperback, and now I have all of Dawn of X, issue um trade paperbacks one through 16 and then you can buy the x of swords yeah. trade paper um hard oh, thing or yeah and right, so right. all of that that you have the whole stories and it's all in order which is yeah. the best
1: part and that is the best like i've always been annoyed with the publishing collected editions because it's like oh let's give you green lantern blackest night but then you have to pick up this trade and then go to this trade and then go back and go you know it's like no just put it all together in a linear format so Yeah, kudos to the team that came up with that. Uh, This is exciting news. Demon Days X-Men number one has a third printing. So Peach Momoko is doing some awesome stuff. So that's awesome that we're at a third printing with this one. Uh, Heroes Reborn issue four will be out. So that takes us into the crazy world of... You know, what if the Squadron Supreme of America took on everything? And I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I skipped on this event, but I'm kind of regretting that I did because this feels like they're taking Dr. Spectrum and they're going to make him more Green Lantern-ish. Uh, Thanos is wearing the Infinity Stones or Gems as rings, the Infinity Ring. So, like, that's pretty hype for me. So, I'm excited about that. Uh, along with this, we will also get Heroes Reborn, Magneto, and Mutant Force. <coughs> so... Uh things will change in the history of the Marvel universe as we know it. Um so Magneto still plays to be a thorn in your side Uh, so we're going to see how he deals with that Uh, we will also get the siege society so black widow and hawkeye will be going up against the squadron supreme so what makes them be outlaws and why against the squadron so that'll be interesting to see then we will get heroes reborn young squadron so yep that's right Uh, i believe we have miles morales uh dressed up as the falcon so what happened to Sam? Why is he gone? So that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, taking a trip back into time, Incredible Hulk by Peter David, Omnibus, Volume 3. Uh, so that's going to be a huge one. So if you're a fan of Gary Frank art, definitely check that out to see some of his days there. And obviously, Peter David really changed what we thought about with the Hulk during that
0: era. So that's what a lot I was going to ask. Was, was Peter David's Hulk important? Was oh, it, yeah. He, oh, okay. That was like... I mean, I'm used to Peter David talking about kids, teenage heroes, so I'm just wondering.
1: No, that was huge. I mean, we had so, like, he was on Hulk for forever, and he, he did some lasting impact to the Hulk mythos, so, like, he made it worthwhile. Uh, and speaking of people who came along, so you have Iron Man by Mike Grell, complete collection. Uh, so Mike Grell, he's another unsung hero. Uh, he did a lot for your boy, for Green Arrow. Green Arrow, I was yeah, going to bring that Bull up. Yeah. yeah, so uh, he decided to play with the other millionaire, and he was like, hey, let's go over here and see what happens. So there's some definite hidden gems inside
0: that tree. He also Paperback. has that, that book, that, uh, that character that's like um, a sword guy, sword and arrow guy, but he's he's got white hair. Like, it's not... It's not Deathstroke, but it's like and it's not a, a DC character I don't think, but it's I forget what the name of the character is, but Huh, that's not right. Really like the put... way that it looks, it looks a lot like the same art as Longbow Hero or Long, Longbow Hunters. So uh, I forget what it's called. Huh. Oh, well. we'll
1: have to we'll have to explore that one. Uh, let's see. Well, since we've been talking Loki, um, we have Loki Agent of Asgard the complete collection. So there was a time where um, well, let me just go after the solicit here. As Guardians, one-man secret service, Loki is ready to lie, cheat, and steal his way through the most treacherous missions the All-Mother can throw at him, starting with a heart-stopping heist at Avengers Tower. So I think if you want to get some insights to uh, what's going on in the upcoming Loki show, this is definitely probably a book to check out because he's a one-man secret service. He'll yeah. lie, cheat, and steal. Hmm, like Latino Heat. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you brought in the Latino. Heat. Hell yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so definitely pick that one up because uh, well, DB Cooper, there we go. So Cooper. I wonder, I wonder if maybe that's where that idea comes from. Yeah, we're definitely getting of that, that.
0: You saw, you see that in the trailer, the DB Cooper and yeah. how, of course, the way the DB Cooper got away is because he called on you Magic. know the the, <laughs> the the Rainbow Bridge to take him back to Asgard. So it wasn't real history. <laughs>
1: uh, let's see. Then we have Maestro War and Pax. Uh, so again, Peter David's legacy on the Incredible Hulk is now being used in modern day. In my personal opinion, I feel like by having more of Maestro, they're weakening him Mm -hmm. as a concept. Mm -hmm. But, you know, hey, I hope people like it. Uh, I love the solicit for that. It's just one word, doom. (laughs) And now this is going to be fun to say out loud. Uh, Get ready to purchase my Man-Thing Omnibus. Uh, That's right. Man-Thing is celebrating 50 years of existence. So if you were like, God, I only wish I had like his first 20-some appearances, yep, there's an omnibus for that, so definitely be ready to check that out if I you'd like. I think the
0: only Man-Thing I've ever read is when he showed up in Thunderbolts. Like, there is a section of Thunderbolts where he's on, on the team. I'm, I am going to be watching the movie for the first time for Journey into Mystery here coming up pretty soon, and I have no idea what to expect. Oh, like I God, know God,
1: I forgot they made a Man-Thing yeah, movie. Yeah, they
0: made a Man-Thing movie, and I know that, like... And it's not in the triple X (laughs) section. Hey, hey, hey. one of the things about Man Thing is that whatever your emotion is, like that's how he comes at you. Yeah, that's how Uh, he comes at you. So, yeah, he's an interesting cat. Um, I'm see, I'm I'm interested to see how they handle this movie.
1: Yeah, that'll be uh, that's that's a thing. I totally (laughs) forgot. Yeah, (laughs) uh, let's see. Then we've got um, uh, Marvel treasury edition um so what i like i like it i dislike so there was marvel issues one through six so that's writing off the celebration of marvels so we're getting kurt Busiek to come back and, and give us these uh stories so there's a spider-man one the avengers x-men thing dr doom vision namer submariner warlock rocket raccoon and uh various other characters and whatnot uh the x-men one focused on cyclops i really enjoyed that issue and so, what's going to be interesting is they're releasing it, but they're going to put it treasury size edition. So, if you want to see some really big panels, definitely check this out. Uh, I know they will be redoing this probably as a regular size trade. So, if you want to wait on that, that's definitely that. Uh, and these are pretty cool too the Marvel verse graphic novels. Uh, so, obviously, as characters are starting to get. Fantastic and amazing and spotlighted, uh, they create these bite-sized trades that feature everything. So I'm going to try to make sure I say this correctly. Shane, nope, I already messed up. Shang, Shang Chi, yeah, Shang, Shang, Shang. You pronounce it with the. Because uh, I almost uh, want to say Shane with a G, right? So I should go Shang Chi. Yep. Okay, I will work on it. Oh, yeah. So if you want to learn about this character, definitely these are some of the uh, the, the books to
0: go to. So you're saying these are one ones of these characters? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they copied our idea. Thanks,
1: Marvel. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Just spread thanks, the love. Marvel. That's all we're asking. Yeah. Thank you, Marvel. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Miles Morales, issue 26. Sorry, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, issue 26 is out there. And That's right. We're using that ugly word, clones. So I'm hyped for that. Uh, New Mutants, issue 18, will be out. So uh, we get to see all the shenanigans that those characters are going through. Reptil is back. He's getting his own four-issue miniseries. So for those of us that loved him in Avengers Academy, he is back. Among the living again. So Isn't I'm that excited. the same cover that they used for the old
0: Riptool? Like comic? Cover? I don't think
1: so. I don't actually. I don't think so. I think that. Uh, I hope it is. I really <laughs> hope it is. Uh, well, see. this one's a great one that I'm excited about. So, Spider-Man, Spider's Shadow, number one, second printing. Uh, I'm lucky enough to be covering this book right now. It's fun. Like, this is hitting on a soul level. So it's it's hard to watch the
0: fall of Peter Parker, but it's also so entertaining. This is the one that takes place in another universe where he got to well, keep the black if.
1: suit? Yeah, it's, it's what if he kept the black suit? What okay. if he kept the symbiote? So yeah, really, really exciting to see what's going on with that. Uh, then we have the Marvels issue two. Uh, so if you are a fan of Arrow, Punisher, Black Cat, Melinda May, Terrible Thinker, Are some various other ones. And I think this ties even into Captain America. Uh, Definitely check it out. It's just a free for all. But it does kind of have a loose connective tissue between issues. Um, So it's just a celebration of all things Marvels. So definitely check that out. And then last but not least, X-Men number 20. Um, I love the solicit. So for those of you that know, you know, System Online. So the big moment is
0: back. Nimrod. I mean, wow. yeah, you got Nimrod on the cover there. Uh, that's, that's pretty, it's pretty incredible. And Nimrod as a character, or as a foil, I guess, is what more it is. It's always the future Sentinel, right? The oh, Sentinel yep. from the future. They've become more adept at hunting down mutants and stuff like that. Because mutants don't already have enough issues and problems, <laughs> that they need to worry about future uh, Sentinels coming at, at them to kill them.
2: Yeah, and Nimrod, I mean, the whole purpose of House of X and Powers of Ten is just to stop him from becoming functional. So yeah. kind of like from what we talked about last week, right? Hickman has given the X-Men basically all of this great, triumphant, just moments of success. And now it's all about to come crashing down.
1: Big time, yeah. So I'm excited. No, I'm hyped for this. I've always loved Nimrod because he was the worst. Like, And the sad thing is the fact that he exists means you're not winning. Um, so I'm excited to see how this is going to play out because that was one of the best parts about house of house of X and powers of 10, uh, was the whole Nimrod storyline. So it's like, okay, if we're saying system online, this is scary. So I'm excited. And I also love the idea of Nimrod. Like I've always thought of it as a put down. And I didn't because of Bugs Bunny, it's the Bugs Bunny yeah. thing, yeah. And, but it turns out Nimrod is like a great hunter, a great hunter. You know? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
0: That's that's funny yeah. how that happened. Like Bugs Bunny literally changed the definition of a word for billions of people. Yep, and that's why it was always funny
1: because when I would read X Men comics, because like Nimrod of the '80s was scary. Because mm-hmm. again what the hell's the internet? What the hell's a computer? You know, I thought a computer was just a boring Nintendo. So to see that these things will rise up and kill us. And after watching the Terminator as a kid, it was like, Oh my God. So yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for this. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. And if I remember correctly, I think this is also Hickman's last issue. So I'm pretty sure the gala has happened or is in process. But yeah, this no, I is, think the gala happens after
0: this. Okay, after this, so yeah. So that's gonna be So the Gala is his his tie-up, like that's that's his finish to X-Men, or is he doing other X-Men stuff other than the X-Men book?
1: I think he's not on X-Men after this. Yeah, so, I don't think so. Like it's his world, and I'm sure he's probably like consulting, but I don't think he's writing any of the book books. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
0: All right. So that's your spinner rack.
1: System online.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I wanted to talk to two of you about the the new titles that we got. So in this trailer uh, from Marvel, uh, Marvel Studios, we got the the new release dates for Black Widow, Shang Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, the Eternals, Spider Man, Spider Man: No Way Home, Doctor, Doctor, Strange. Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, Guardians Ant of the Man and Wasp, Ant Man and Wasp: Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. There's one more in there, but then we also got the titles. Yes, for the new Black Ma- the Black Panther movie and the new Captain Marvel movie. So it's Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which I want to say before the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman, when Ryan Coogler came up to Kevin Feige on stage at some event, he like gave him a script. It was all ceremonial, and I just threw up air quotes. But it said they said that it was going to be called. Black Panther 2 Kings, and I don't rem- I don't know if that's true or not, if, if my memory is faulty. I don't know if you remember, either one of you remember that at all, but if he had to go and change it to Wakanda Forever with the passing of Chadwick Boseman, that, to me, explains ooh, we, they
1: had to go a different way with the story. Yeah, I, I definitely could say they, they for sure had to go a different way for the story. Um, that's gotta be, that's such a tough pickle to be in, you know, because to me and i and i don't say this like with with callousness because i think chadwick boseman was great was a great man i mean heck of a dude i hear nothing but positive stories and with some of the stuff that comes out of hollywood it's refreshing to hear about chadwick boseman Mm -hmm. um but like i don't think iron man should be done with robert downey jr i don't think captain america should be done with chris evans um you mean done without them? Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. I think that, no, they should be done without them. Oh, like, okay. Like, it's because Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to play the part anymore. Cool. Like it's James Bond. Like let's keep these characters going.
0: Honestly, you I'm know? sure Robert Downey Jr. wants to play the part. Well, I'm sure he does, but they, they can't afford it. They can't afford him. That's the like, point. All
1: right, here's Mickey's left ear, and <laughs> now you're gonna do a cameo. You know, like I get it, um, but the thing is, like, well, it's fine because I, I talk with students, and like they're convinced Iron Man is dead, and I'm like, no, he's not. Like. You know, you like I've seen Iron Man die several times. I watched teenage Iron Man killed old Iron Man, you know, like they come <laughs> back, you know, and like, yes, that's a real sentence. Um, but I don't want to like, because there's so much more that can be done with the movies. Like, as we just mentioned, like um, the Armor Wars, like mm-hmm. that's coming up as a TV show. But
0: it's going to be, I'm it's gonna sad be War Machine that instead yeah, of it's going like, to be Iron Man. Yeah,
1: I want Tony there. Like, I want people to like, look at Tony and be like, you're a jerk. You know, like, how could you like, cause again, obviously I looked through it with rose colored lenses from the cartoon, but I just remember those moments. And it was like, one of my favorite comics was when like Iron Man bust into the vault. And there's Captain America in his, you know, uh, U.S. agent costume in the black suit, and there's the armored guys, and he he busts out the armored guys, and he fights Cap, and he basically leaves him unconscious in a room full of bad guys, and then takes off, and so then later on Cap comes back, throws the shield at him, and he's like, how could you do that, you know? And it's like, I love that tenacity, I want to see that, but now I'm going to see it with other characters, and not that I'm against other characters getting spotlight, don't get me wrong, but. You know, these are those stories, you know, like, like I was sad when Typhid Mary is like, oh, she's going to finally make it onto the screen. Oh, let's put her in Iron Fist. Why? Those two have never interacted, you know, like we want the bigger moments. I mean, they've interacted now. No, post, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. I, but- I, didn't, I don't. I don't think it was Iron Fist. I think it was Jessica Jones. Was it she Jessica shows? Jones? Yeah. Oh, okay. But
1: once again, but again, yeah, never they, had they, any they, action yeah, with Jessica know. Jones. Uh, so it, it's a it's a bummer. So like I said, I hope they don't. And again, like I said, I don't say this with ease. I mean, I love what Chaz, Chadwick Boseman brought to the character, but I hope they don't plan on retiring the can the character of T'Challa. He's needed. Kids want that representation. So I I I know it's a delicate thing to talk through, I know it's a delicate thing to work through, but I think it's you know, it's like, hey, let's let's find a new way to get that character up there.
0: Any speculation from either of you what the movie's gonna be about with being called Wakanda forever?
1: I think
2: ultimately what it's gonna be is they are I think the smartest move. I, I agree with everything that you're saying, Chris, but at the same time I feel with we have to know the audience. Yes. And I think with the audience they would turn on a movie that would recast t'challa
0: mm. oh yeah
2: so i think the smartest move and kind of something that marvel's been really good at is they're perfect at the emotional punches right they know how to hit you i think wakanda forever is going to be a celebration of the t'challa character but also a celebration of chadwick boseman and I think it's going to make us cry. I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. But I think it's going to be ultimately a a a changing of the guard. We're probably going to get Shuri as the next Black Panther. Yeah. If they don't feel like she is strong as strong enough contender for it, they might. I doubt they would do this. But what do you guys think about them bringing back Killmonger? No one's ever really
0: dead. It, no one's ever really dead, and that's the that's the God honest truth. Like he had the the uh the purple hearted herb or whatever it was called i forgot uh in his system so who's who's to say he doesn't heal from that wound
2: like imagine if they were planning if it was originally called two kings imagine him coming back
0: yeah um i just don't think that they'll i i don't think i don't think ryan cougar would do it just because i don't think it would take away the punch from the first movie i agree i agree um I I agree with the Shuri thing. I think that's going to happen. Now, does she get to go into that realm of of kings, that that afterlife, where she she talks to the past Black Panthers, the past kings, and she talks to to Killmonger, to Eric, because he's there, because technically he was the king and he was a Black Panther? Mm -hmm. That could be interesting. I don't know. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be about her, and I think it's gonna be a big celebration of Wakanda, just because we're also we also know we're gonna be getting that TV series Wakanda, uh, whatever that show is gonna be about. So I'm all for it. Yeah. No. And I mean, even what's
1: interesting too is maybe does it is it a piece that goes back in time and we see T'Challa's father
0: to as... Chaka.
1: Yeah, to Chaka as Black Panther. Okay. You know, what if we go even further back to with Black Panther in World War II?
0: I would love it, and I know they've done a lot with that in the comic book as of the last few years, where you got to see the original... Black Panther God, right? Like a part of that. Yeah. The, the Avengers, Avengers BC, one BC or yeah, whatever. Yeah. One million BC. Yeah. Yeah. So if she goes back and she just has a straight up discussion with that person, that God, that deity, that could be interesting. That'd yeah. be Cool.
1: And even then too, even in the black Panther main series by Teneste Coates, he's been exploring Wakanda going into space. So maybe they, you know, we see that, Hey, Wakanda is not just one location. It is all over the place. So there's definitely a lot to explore. Um, And like you said, you brought out a good point. Like you don't want to turn on the audience, but it's so tough nowadays with audiences because if we don't like something, we petition for what we what we want and whatnot. And like I said, to me, I I never want to stop character growth. I agree. Like I respect actors and actresses, of course. You know, I mean, it's there's a lot, but you know,
0: it's the truth. Though MCU, as much as I love it, as much as the two of you seem to love it. It's going to go downhill. It can't stay up always. Of course, yeah. yeah. Ten years after that, they're going to reboot things, and yep. we're going to get a new Iron Man. We're going to yep. get a new Captain America. We're going to get a new Black Panther. It's fine. Yes, it's this. It's the same That's thing as, happens, yeah. as James Bond, Batman, whatever. We just don't need the multiples at the same time. We don't need a Robert Pattinson and a Bat, uh, Ben Affleck as Batman at the same time. And Michael just, Keaton. It's, <laughs> and Michael Keaton. It's weird. That's all I have to say. Yeah,
1: and honestly, it's not unprecedented too. I mean, I no. think back to Iron Man 2. It's me. I'm Rhodey. I'm here. Get over yeah. it. Okay. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got we got yeah. we got
0: the recasting. The Marvels. I find this exciting because we know that we're getting Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus as a TV series. Yep. If you've seen the the leaked photos, you get, you've seen her in costume. We had Spectrum in WandaVision, so she. Technically in the comic books was a Captain Marvel. Yep, she was the Captain. She Marvel, was yeah. the Captain Marvel. We we have Carol Danvers. Is there going to be a fourth of this Marvel's family? Like I, Guinness Vale? There could be <laughs> there could be Guinness Veil. Uh we could get old stories of uh Annette Bennings Captain Marvel, you know, or Captain Marvel, sorry. Uh we could also I've heard some people throw this around. What if Blue Marvel was in, in thrown in there? Ooh, into does that he movie tie into that family. Yeah. yeah. Because I think him and uh, Spectrum are in a relationship. Him and Monica, the they were yeah. definitely...
1: I don't know if it's still continued
0: on, but I think it was when they were running the Ultimates book. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So that's new casting, if if we you get it. Like someone gets cast as Blue Marvel, which I still yep, don't know enough heroes. about that character. Yeah. yeah, we get more heroes. We get more legacies. Uh, how do you feel about this? Uh, the, the second movie isn't called Captain Marvel, To the Marvels, it's just called the Marvels.
1: Now, I think what would have been really funny is that they called it the Marvel Family,
0: (laughs) (laughs) as in Um, the Captain Marvel family. And
1: bring those people over too. You know, uh, these actors have played in both universes. So, could you imagine what a steal and sucker punch that would have been (laughs) to DC? Like, hey, here's a. You know, God, I can't think of the um, or Captain Marvel, uh, Shazam. What's Shazam, his name? Zachary Levi. You know, Zachary act, Levi. You know, they uh, they they cast Zachary, and they come in, and he's like, "Yeah, he'll be uh, Willie Willman and he's <laughs> Captain Marvel. <laughs>
2: Honestly, again, this is back to Marvel just knowing those the the producers. They are geniuses because I feel this is the smartest thing they could have done because when we're looking at the Infinity Saga as a whole, right, all of these amazing films, you put it perfectly, Mitch, they're all gonna go downhill. It's its gonna hit that point where the fans are gonna turn. It happens in wrestling, right? Like, it doesn't matter how long you're a good guy, how much you give of yourself, eventually people are gonna get tired of you, right? So, people were already starting to feel that with Brie Larson, right? People already hate her character. People, A lot of people dislike the Captain Marvel movie. I feel this is the smartest thing they could've done. Because in this sense, by bringing in these other fresh new characters and having Brie Larson be that authoritative, but like, I don't want to say motherly role, that's the wrong word, but like that mentor.
0: The matriarch.
2: The matriarch. I think that's going to be important because I think that'll give her moments to show her that empathy portion because i liked captain marvel I, it wasn't my favorite of the marvel films but i thought it was good for what it i was. liked it yeah right I and it. so i feel this is a smart way for them to reintroduce her in a way where people will be able to go like okay she's not as bad as i originally thought and at the same time people that don't want to see her they have these other characters they can focus on so i think this is a genius move and i'm looking forward to it because for me it's again it's i, I love miss marvel i think she's a great character She's my favorite part of the Avengers video game, which continues to show me that it's not a
1: good game. It's, it's not Aww. your Spider Man,
2: unfortunately, but she is the best part, and so I am looking
1: forward to this. Okay, and you know, honestly, and I like that too because there we can see because something that's interesting about this is after watching Captain Marvel, I found myself sympathetic to the Scrolls and kind of disliking the Cree. And that's not how it's supposed to be from the comic standpoint, you know, like yes, the Cree, they're warriors, but they're noble warriors, you know. But it's like so far our Cree, our true alien Cree, they've not been good people in the MCU. No. So it's very interesting. And the fact that, you know, the scrolls like, Oh yeah, they're teaming up with Nick Fury, it's okay. What? <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's so there's gonna be a lot of opening, and again with connections, the secret invasion show. Yep. You know, Secret so, Invasion okay, shows, gonna what are be we going to see?
0: How those two going to play with each other and bounce back and forth? The last thing is the teaser trailer or tease, not even a trailer, just a tease of the Fantastic Four. We know that Mark Webb, who's directed the three Spider Man movies up to this point, is going to be directing Fantastic Four. There has not been any casting, there has not been any uh, cameos, but. I think everything is. I have a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) everything at the uh, for the Phase Four is leading up to the introduction somehow of the Fantastic Four. We saw it in uh, Far From Home, where you had the four, four, three, three, two, two one, one, see what's coming kind of thing uh, teaser. Um, I think in Ant Man and the Wasp, you got this, you got these uh, explanation of what how these how the Fantastic Four could have got their powers in the Quantum Verse because. Like everything is kind of elemental based in that Quantumverse. Um Kang tying into that Kang's one. Kang's gonna be tied into Quantumania. So there's a lot of things that are leading up to the Fantastic Four. I feel like the Fantastic Four is going to be our Avengers 12, 12, 2012. Like yeah. it's it's okay. going to be our That's what it leads to. That's the finishing piece. Exactly. Yeah. So phase one ended with the Avengers, phase four ends with Fantastic Four. Then you get another Fantastic Four at the end of phase five, and then the big tie-in their in-game infinity war movies or fantastic four movies at the end of phase six i'm down for i that. just think that's what it's gonna be i have no idea if that's what that's no, that makes sense yeah and
2: i completely agree with that and if they don't have michael chiklis as the thing
0: i will write really <laughs> so that's good thing. he'd be a great ben no, grimm bad. i loved him he was, he was he was a ben grimm yeah I, my my greatest casting i think for ben grimm and he could only do the voice. I'm sorry, I love you, but it's you're just not young enough to do the physicality of it anymore. John Goodman, I think he'd make a great voice for Ben Grimm.
2: Mm, yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah. I'm okay with an
1: animated series featuring that, right? Uh, bring him up on Modok the show. Yeah. What do you guys think is the best option? So should Ben be completely CGI? Yes.
2: Yeah, I, I also agree. As uh, long as it's not I was gonna the, say no. <laughs> As long as it's not Fantastic Four, like the terrible Fantastic Four, <laughs> the worst movie ever made. That kind of CGI. As long as it's not that Ben.
0: Grimm. Yes, that Ben Grimm was bad. Terrible. But if you could give me a Ben Grimm that looks like the how they've done the Hulk now in all these Avengers movies, I don't see why it wouldn't work. Yeah, no, I'm not against CGI. I, I did, like, I'm a fan of practical effects just because
1: you're really challenged. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like what Michael Chitglis like, what they did with... I I do not hate those two Fantastic Four movies. I love them. I thought they were great. I don't
0: love um, them, but I don't hate them either. I like... I, they're good. They're good for what yeah, they no, were. they were.
1: Yeah, you know, they were fantastic. Hey.
0: CGI, but anyways... <laughs> CGI, to me, the biggest problem they're going to have is the stretchy skin. Stretchy skin just never looks right. And it's because skin cgi doesn't look right yeah like it's you can do transformers because they're all metal all day long you can do you could probably do rock you know i don't know if we've seen any rock characters i mean you kind of have like sky high isn't that his name oh yeah from uh thor ragnarok yeah yeah. uh so yeah you could you got a rock character right there like i you can do those things skin stretchy skin just does not look right yeah so uh any other casting ideas that you would love to see? Like I don't know how well you all know names. Well, what? I mean
2: John Krasinski has to be Reed Richards no. at this point. He
0: has no. to. No. John Krasinski is <laughs> going to be Oliver Queen. So he can't be, he can be Reed both. Richards. No, he can't. It's not allowed. Reed Queen? <laughs> Oliver
2: All I'm saying is Richards? in that uh, in the episode of Journey into Mystery, uh-huh we talked about this and I showed you that page panel. Of oh, uh, of, a, of a Reed looking like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you, yeah, you did. So, I think, I mean, I think they're playing with the idea because that I don't know who originally brought up that idea, I don't know, but it's, it's been I catching it an fire. thing. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's
0: been, it's been, it's been going for, it. and and people love the idea of the of him and Emily Blunt just being the characters together, yeah. like which is fine, sure, whatever. So, if that's what it ends up being, and that's what it ends up being, I don't want it. <laughs> just because i mean i love john krasinski you know i want him in something else <laughs> that's the only reason so the big thing for me is going to be the casting of dr doom okay like i love that character And i feel they haven't um, done it right in four movies so you no know,
1: you're, you're you're not wrong with that there's some truth there because that is the one part like i liked that actor that they had for him in in fantastic four one and two okay i so think it was Julie great McMahon. but i just didn't care for the way they did the origin story for yeah. him. you know i felt like they kind of short shorted the character um Obviously, they, like my mind kind of goes to John Hamm, but I feel he's a little bit too old for the part because then you want to
0: be like, well, he went to college with Reed, and I feel like you kind of need to make them a little bit younger. But see, that's the thing. I think that you need older Reed and and Doom. Like, I don't want yeah. a young version like uh fucking Miles Teller or oh god no. He no, is-
1: I'm not saying I want him that young. Like, I didn't like the X Men that way when they were turned into like like no. Give me give me the New Mutants if we're gonna do that. Don't give me like baby X-Men. Uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, th- there is a lot to it, like, obviously, you know, but even then, I just don't know if I, if I hear, um, if I hear his voice, though, like, part of me kind of like Mads Mikel like, I love, he's got, uh, he's got an actual foreign accent, I want that. Like, I don't want Doctor Doom to be American. You know, I want him to be like, no, I've I've got this. You it, it know, it would be
0: great for Mads Mikkelsen to be to be it, but he he's already. Oh
1: already yeah, been, he's already. But again, hey, I mean, we could recast. you right, know, but well, that was a big he, you know, villain for him. Yeah, Doom exactly. Come back that's and that's and gonna be there. a hard one to walk away. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. though. I want to. So I would probably be looking at a lot of. International, like, okay, yeah. let's see what's out there. Um, but I mean, to me, that's like, I'm not worried about like, you know, how you guys are like, oh, it's gonna be John Cruz. I'm like, I, I'm not worried, but to me, Doom is where it's at. It's like, you gotta cast it right. That's the big one. You
2: know who I see as Doom? What you got? Ralph Fiennes.
0: Oh, I bad. could see that. I think too Ralph bad. Fiennes could do it. Goes from being Voldemort to being uh, Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. All right, he plays really good villains, he does, and they're like mm-hmm. multi dimensional, which I think. It's just then his a wheelhouse. And not that they're the same person, but what about Mark Strong, who we've previously seen play Sinestro? Yes. Um, that's
1: true. That's a tough one. Like, I love his Sinestro. I really do. Yeah, I, his Sinestro was the best thing about that movie. That's the hardest part is knowing that we won't get to see that. Um, but it's just, after his Sivana... I don't buy oh, him. that's right. He was Sivana. He, he was, you know, so it's like having him seen him in the magical aspect because that's the one thing I don't want them to forget about Dr. Doom too. It's not just he's, science, uh, it's he's magic. A, he's a master of, of magic as well. So I, I don't know if I could get behind that one.
0: All right, I'm going to eventually come up with my... Fantasy cast of 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 the five characters, and I'll put it online. I'll I'll make sure you guys get.
1: Oh, what was it? I always like that. It's tweeted, always sunny, or it's always fantastic. I can't in Philadelphia. stand that.
0: Like I get it. It's funny, but I just. Oh yeah, I'm it's just kinda, that's all it is. It's yeah. funny. I mean, yeah. the other
2: thing, if if they already got rid of the X Men, right? Then just have uh, recast them as uh, uh, Michael uh, Magneto. Fassbender. Bender.
1: Ooh, I yes. can get
0: behind that. Oh, I yeah, see He's gr- he's great as fan- as Magneto, so. All right, let's get into our TV series. So, Rafa, as a guest, I want you to go first. Okay. Who, who is the DC villain that you want to give a redemption TV series to?
2: If I was going to give a redemption TV series to a villain from the DC universe, it would have to be, and I played around with a couple of ideas in my head, but the one for sure that I want to do would be Thal Sinestro. So talking about Mark Strong. Look at that. It's kind of is a good segue. <laughs> because for me what this would be is I was thinking like okay, what would this look like, right? Cuz one of the first characters and I hope this isn't one of yours, but one of the first characters I was playing with was the idea of Bane, right? Bane being a character and kind of like him being broken by Batman and him kind of going through the ranks and now trying to make not being so much a hero, but kind of being more of like a punisher type character. With Sinestro, it's very different because the feeling is very different. It's not a gritty Gotham-like setting. Instead, I would think this would be kind of, I would say, similar to like the feel of the Mandalorian, right? We have Thal out there, Sinestro doing his thing. He has a Yellow Lantern ring still. I would say this is maybe after the events of something like... Um, War of the Green Lanterns, or the Sinestro Corps War. Okay, and I'm thinking that this is a Sinestro where it's not an origin. Maybe we get some semblances into like him being a father and kind of like how his life became totalitarian and what that looks like. But really, it'd be him kind of like in shambles, kind of like uh, wearing like that hood, or, you know, kind of like with Batman in the in the. In the dark side world, the nightmare world, and he's basically going to different worlds in his universe, wherever, like his solar system. And basically, each episode he's going off and he's trying to find some kind of a talisman or something, and just so that he could find out what his future is. And he, uh, along the ways, he meets different people who need help. So kind of like Obi Wan Kenobi in the Kenobi series, Mm, right? Like kind of being mm -hmm, that wanderer, mm -hmm. nobody really knows who he is, and like he has like. Should I use – can can my ring of fear be used to do good? And what does good look like? And I feel it, right. this could be like a 10-episode series, 40 minutes. And basically it's kind of a combination of we're looking at flashbacks to who he was and how much he loved his family and how much he loved his people, how that led him to being corrupted. And when he had the power of the Green Lantern ring – that annoyance kind of like Anakin Skywalker right like he wants to take control what that looks like and the mistakes he made with the current story of him going to places wandering trying to find this talisman or whatever it would be for some kind of redemption and it ends with him basically not being a full-on good guy but he's made a difference in some people's lives maybe he doesn't go to different planets maybe he's on one world Right, and he's helping these different people. He's like a nomad. Like, oh wanderer, can you help us? And it ends with him using his ring to save everybody. And then like, oh, what's your name? It's like he doesn't give them and he just walks away, he leaves. And then maybe that could lead us to a season two, or maybe we have more redemption. I I
0: love it. He's just like, I'm just the Green Lantern. Like he calls himself the Green Lantern. I like that. I like that.
2: But your beam was yellow. And then he kills the kid. Colorblind. <laughs> but I'd like that because then, I mean, HBO is going to be do you, doing their show with the they Green are, Lanterns. Yeah. So I'd like to kind of delve on that as well, you know, maybe with that success. I'd like Mark Strong to play some of oh, Who, do, who yeah. do, you,
0: do you just get, get Mark Strong to I'd come back? i get Mark and, Strong, yeah. Sure. Yeah, why not? Like
2: we just said, he was the best part of that movie. Uh-huh. And, you know, he knows how to, he plays that character really well. And it'd be kind of like, off that space setting so the way that I can best see it is kind of like a western of a man who's lost his way yeah. but a western that's set in space with those flashbacks being Owa and seeing the Guardians and their hypocrisy and kind of building more of like okay a good man can be corrupted because yeah. I think that that's what, what Sinestro's story is you know he thinks he can do the Guardians job better right. kind of like Chris alluded last week well who put these people in charge right yeah. And so it's kind of like we kind of make the world we want and how ultimately at the end he makes the decision to do better or to at least do something that's not inherently selfish. And I think that's the important part. It's not that it's a good act. It's he chose to do something that would help someone else. And then from there, you can keep him a villain or you can keep him a good guy, however you want to do it.
0: I like that. I, I can get behind that show and leaving it Mark Strong, that means you get possible cameos from Ryan Reynolds <laughs> it's Helen Jordan. Yeah. He, he finally watched the movie. So he did. It's, it's not he did. too far off. All right, Chris, your turn. What, what's the villain that you want to see? All right. So I'm kind of torn here. Um,
1: my initial thought, actually, it's funny you mentioned that. I thought about Sinestro as well. I was like, ah, you know, that that's gonna with the, the, the Green Lantern show. And I know they want to feature him there. So I was like, okay, so <clears throat> And and my own rules won't let me do this next one. So I thought about Monarch, but not Monarch, the, you know, it was Hawk who became the bad guy. I wanted to play more with it being Captain Adam. Right. Okay. But I'd rather save that for a Captain Adam show that leads to. Yeah. Cause that's more um, of a
0: a hero becoming a villain. And then, yeah, that turned. So it's like I'd
1: rather go there. So ultimately, I sat down. I, I just, my favorite DC villain, Two Face. Okay, Um, I I want a two face show. That's a good one. Um, And the way I like playing this one, and the the show that I would feature is, um, like we call this a hero's redemption, but it's actually going to be a a villain's fall. Uh So what's going to happen is. I want to take the year one story or the year one later story. Um, so in this one, like Harvey's been cured, like the psychosis, he can control it. The face has been repaired. So we saw that in uh, some of Grant Morrison's or before Grant Morrison's Batman. And so they play with that, and it's like okay. And so like Batman's like, I can trust you. You know, you've got some skills. I train you. And so in this. I would love to have it, you know, like whatever I get, eight or ten episodes. Um, And it's going to be like between, it's going to have like three eras to it. So it's going to be the modern day where Harvey Dent is just basically being a vigilante, doing superheroics while Batman is gone. Uh, Then it's going to flash back to his days of of becoming a district attorney. So like when he had the passion for justice and for law, but then his time as Two-Face when he kind of saw that, It's all irrelevant. It's ridiculous. And so I think that would be great to play with those ideas in that. And so, and again, it plays to two faces duality. Like I have my passion and thirst for justice, but I also know it's fickle. And so as these things are going on, and then I would play out the story as as James Robinson had it go about where it's like, okay, eventually it's like, all right, you, um, you know, Batman comes back. It's like, okay, you can go now. We don't need you anymore. And it's like, wait, this is my purpose. This is what I have. If I don't have this, then I go back to that. And I would love to have it where it's like that, you know, we've seen Harvey saving people and he loves the fact that people don't know who he is. Like, who are you? And he's like, I'm good. We'll just keep going along. But then finally I would end like whatever my season finale or series finale is where he's just looking at the mirror and you see him literally Carve his face and then pour acid on it and realize I can't escape. (laughs) And it's like, there we go. I like that. I like that. So that's, I would love to just basically adapt face to face. I think that'd be the way to go.
0: So, are we ringing up Aaron Eckhart? Are we going back to Tommy Lee Jones? Are Uh, you really going back to Colt 45? What's. uh, Oh, Clint Eastwood? No, Billy D. Williams. Williams.
1: Uh, um, So, I I definitely want somebody younger because of the fight scenes and whatnot. Uh, I'm so out of touch with Hollywood, so I don't know you know, who's a what now. Mm. I know I just said younger. So again, I think of, you know, and it's funny because it's like both Dr. Doom and Two-Face are like, they're beautiful men. And just that little flaw is what, you know, even enhance their ego to go more villainous, uh, you know, but I think like, you know, John Hamm could be great for it, but he's not going to be physical, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, Mm -hmm. no offense to him, you know, uh, but he's not going to give me that, but I don't know. That's where I struggle. You know, he'll just be a CGI combination. Uh, Tom Holland. There we go. Tom (laughs) Holland.
0: there. I mean, you're talking about CGI confirmations. That's, that's exactly who Uh, it is. Let me show you a guy that I, I think might do well is your is your young um
1: well this is a a guy who's already been two-faced so he's you know
0: right that's true so there is an actor by the name of harry treadaway he and his brother his twin brother uh, have done stuff Uh, so you can use that if you want to but Uh you don't have to but uh harry treadaway was in uh mr mercedes uh with Donald Gleeson's father and I can't think of his the, the guy's name but that was he was Maddie Moonai in the Harry Potter but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Harry Treadaway, and then he has a twin brother named um, uh, fuck I don't remember. Well, I'm going to throw one out there um, something but yeah they were in like uh, Penny Dreadful but yeah. So,
1: well okay one that came to mind I think he could be fun just for the psychosis of it um, the movie The Gift Okay. And he was
0: the director in it and he played Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, um, I think I can't
1: like he was Warrior.
0: Um, he's the same it's his his name is the same as Joel Edgerton. So or his he is Joel Edgerton. Yeah, Joel Edgerton. It's not Taron Edgerton is the other yeah. guy, but so he's Joel I think Edgerton. Joel could be great. I think he could give
1: me something. I could see that. Um, and then, even if not, it's weird as it could sound. But going back into the gift, Jason Bateman. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't see him doing. I, like
0: I'm gonna say, he's about the know, same age
1: as as, uh, as Madman yeah. over there. I guess honestly, I guess it just turns into you know probably when he does the super hugs, you're gonna do the easy cheat where you put the mask on. and it's
0: like okay, so get it.
2: bring
1: in the stuntman. You know. So
2: <laughs> I, I like know. the idea of the guy who played Homelander.
0: Oh, okay. Anthony Starr. Anthony that Starr, that's right. That could be. I think yeah, he that's could be. Not good. A bad,
2: yeah. I, I think of like. That'd be a very taxing role in where you're using your face a lot. Uh-huh. Kind of like that emotion. And I think as Homelander, he did that.
1: He did. Yeah, he did. He did. Some
2: okay, I could get behind that. Even him being a complete, terrible monster
0: of a character, I still empathized with then, Homelander at times. But also, like. As after playing Homelander for so long, people are going to need to, you know, he's going to have to channel that of redeeming himself of a mo- being a monster kind of thing in this yeah. character. So, I but he ends that. up as a monster anyway. Yeah, so, well, some people just at <laughs> least he's their not colors. on a rooftop beaten off. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So for my TV series, I'm not I'm not journeying too far away from from Chris over here. I'm going to go with the Riddler. Ah, okay. I really loved that part of Batman comics where they ended up like the regular gets out of jail and he starts up his own detective agency where he's because he's the smartest man in the yeah, game, right? Okay. You read
2: like, the tail end of that, right? During our Grant Morrison run, didn't we?
0: Uh, there's a little bit of it. Yeah, like there was some of the fall. But like at yeah, the very end. during that
1: Gotham Knights, more of the spillover from uh, Hush.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the idea of him just he, he's this, one of the smartest men in the game. He can figure it all out. In this, he's trying to be on the straight and narrow, okay? And he is helping the cops in the Sherlock Holmes like kind of way, the consulting detective kind of way. Okay. And the reason why he's able to stop all these heists or figure it out is because he's like he understands that where they're doing it wrong. So he's he has to fight himself throughout the whole thing of not doing it better. Okay, thing. I like that. Right? I like that. That's genius. So, like, the whole sh- the whole series is him fighting his urge to rob these places, to commit these crimes that he sees other people doing a worse job at doing it. <laughs> and, it and and, and it, it's, it, it's him fighting him, himself the whole time of, like, do I want to stay on the – because he's making money. He he oh, doesn't need to rob banks at this point. Like I'm living comfortable, We're I, good. He's but. he's he's kind of a celebrity. Like he is hitting it high on TikTok and uh. and his own blog and all that stuff because he's he's out there. He's still wearing the Riddler costume, but he's not he's not wearing a mask. Like he's got the glasses uh. on and stuff. And he, he's kind of an extravagant character, but he has to keep fighting himself to not commit the crimes where where does that fall who who's the guy the his person his uh 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 what's the sherlock holmes detective that, moriarty not moriarty but the 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 person on the forest that he usually works with oh so like his jim gordon his jim gordon so yeah who's oh. his jim gordon in in the gotham pd like i think you go with harvey bullock give harvey bullock and in, in riddler because people always look at bullock and think well he's a big stupid fat oaf eating a donut when in reality he was a good detective yeah yeah exactly yeah. so give him bullock and then two of them like bullock has to not only is he like taking the you know the the leads from him, but he's also got to keep an eye on him to make sure that he doesn't revert. I like that, and uh, that that would be mine. That would be my, my story. My ten my eight episodes of you know the the either road to the redemption or uh, falling back into. Old habits. Would
2: you want it to be a complete like character study with old habits, or would you want it to lead up to a confrontation with another villain?
0: No, just com- complete character study. Okay. Like I just, I just want it's, it's all conflict within himself. Okay. You, we, sh- other villains can show up. Sure, you we can, ha- you can have.
1: <laughs> you just gotta have Kite Man show <laughs> up. Like I gotta do this. It's Kite Man over there in the corner. <laughs> done.
0: Kite Man. You could have. You could even have a uh, Stephanie Brown's father. Oh, Clue Master! Clue Master, He's like you imagined, are a knockoff of me. Get the hell out of I here! I just imagine
2: a, a, a situation like an episode where he just arrogantly falls into a trap, mm-hmm. and then it's like KG Beast is there and just
0: beats the shit out of him. that wouldn't be bad. I could, I would love to see that scene. And so, for my actor, my Riddler, uh, David Tennant. Like wow! After okay. seeing him play That's the good. Purple Man, I would oh, love yeah. to see him play the Riddler.
2: That'd be great. I'd love that.
0: So, just like, have, have David Tennant have to be completely physical, which is not a thing that I've ever seen because the doctor always figures out a way to get out of stuff without, his hand, without using his fist, you know, or fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Purple Man doesn't have to fight. He literally just talks and people do what he wants. So, what is it that, what, how does David Tennant look in a physical fight kind of thing?
2: Does Batman show up in your
1: show?
0: No. He is a shadowy figure, always lurking, always around. But there's no, no CGI. I got it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no Batman to show up. So that's that. That's what I'd, I. Would love I'd to watch
2: see. that show. I like that. I like I like how it plays with that idea of. I, I just see the humor in him, just kind of like looking at from Sherlock. Right, mm-hmm. where like he's building it in his mind. It's like, oh, these stupid people. Why would they do this? They should have done this instead. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like That'd be great. <laughs> well, and I like the turmoil that you give him. Like the fact that it's like they only stole a million dollars when they could have walked out with seven. Yeah. You know, and I want moments where he's like muttering that and I want Bullock to look at him like, "Oh boy, <laughs> you, know, like, you know, call a barkham. we might need a bed ready, you know? And I think that'd be fun because it is, that's the hardest, like you addiction, like that yeah, is totally exactly. a great thing where it's like, okay, it's, and he's just an addictive personality. And I think that would be great to watch somebody have to throttle that line between what they can do. Because like you said, he's making money. He has no reason to commit crime. If anything, now it's like, you can enjoy
0: your money. You can enjoy your life. <laughs>
1: nope. I gotta do this. <laughs> I gotta leave a clue.
0: And I gotta, yeah. I gotta rob, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. There are our three TV series for, HBO Max. so Take them, HBO. Wonder Brothers, come talk to You're us. You're
1: welcome. <laughs>
0: uh, we'd love we'd love to talk to you. If you have an idea for a TV series or want to talk about any of the stories we talked about so far, please reach out to me. I am on Twitter as at Michipedia G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geekly Media. Chris, where can people find you online?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well. I am at Stuff I Should Say, should being spelled S-H-U-D, and then check out my writings on geeklymedia.com and check out my comic book reviews on AIPTcomics.com. Rafa, where can people find you? You can
2: also find me on Twitter at Mobile Rafi. I also review movies on my other Twitter channel called Rafa at the Movies. I also write for Geek Elite media.com and you can find me on YouTube as Mobile Rafi where I review action figures and sometimes play with the toys. So yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, The rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network on our website, geeklymedia.com. Please, whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Imagine If on the Geekly Media Network saying, always remember to geek out.